Welcome to the Engage for More podcast. We are so excited that you're with us today. Hey, we just want to come alongside you to encourage you to engage Jesus in all the areas of your life so that you can experience the more that He has to offer you. Hey, my name is Pam Pegram, and I'm hanging out with my friend and co-host, This is Kim Ball. Hey, Kim. Hi, and we're so excited that today we are bringing back a podcast that we had around this time last year uh, leading up to Thanksgiving about facing family. Yes. And we just decided to select this podcast and replay it because it was one that spoke to so many of our listeners. We yes. got some great feedback about it. And guess what? This year, you're probably facing family leading up. Probably so. Yes. During the holidays, right? We see a lot more family members and and sometimes difficult people and sometimes hurtful relationships, right? And so we just want to be an encouragement to you. So we want you to listen to this again. And we also want to tell you Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Enjoy the time with family, even the challenging ones. And just remember to be the light of Christ to those who bring you a challenge. Enjoy this episode. We thank you so much for being with us today. We are going to jump in and dive in on our topic of facing family. We sat here just a few minutes ago, just before we went on saying, this is a difficult topic. Mm -hmm. It is. Because family is the, some of the people that you spend the most time with. So sometimes even more than friendship, some of the most difficult relationships you have. Sometimes, of course, some of the most blessed relationships you have, right? Yes. And let's just face it, sometimes it's not fun to be dysfunctional. (laughs) 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 But all of us have it in our families. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We do. And I think that's hard, you know, for you listening. I don't know where you are with your family, but we want to, we just want you to know that we care. Mm-hmm. We care what your family dynamics are. And for for some of you listening right now, you're just hurting because someone you love has hurt you. Or maybe you're carrying something that you have been carrying for a really long time and it's been so hard to lay it down. Or maybe you feel so betrayed by your family. And so before we start this, we just want to say we are so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We are so sorry. We understand mm-hmm. pain that people we love can cause, and and we're so sorry for that. And we just ask you just to stay with us. That's right. For the next thirty minutes, and maybe we can just help you a little bit to mm-hmm. see things a little bit differently. Not because we know everything, but because we we've gone to the word before we started. We've That's prayed. Right. Before we started today, and because we've experienced mm-hmm. some of that as well, maybe walked through something that mm-hmm. you're before that you're walking through now, and we just want to be an encouragement yeah. to you. Yes. So know today that everybody has a messed up family. Yes. Yeah. And I think it even helps to go back to the beginning in Genesis mm-hmm. to see that conflict and relationships and family has been there since Adam and Eve. That's yes. right. right. Ever since Eve was disobedient and ate of the fruit, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve had conflict. And yes. Adam threw her under the bus. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it started because of our first family, our first parents uh-huh. that we had. That's why, you know, this is where it lies, the family conflict. 
Yeah. Even Jesus and Mark Mm -hmm. chapter three had conflict in his family. So it just helps to go back to see that we are not alone. That's right. This did not start with you, family conflict, because family is some of the most tender relationships Mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. There was Cain and Abel. Exactly. Sibling conflict. Sibling. Remember Joseph? Yes. Yes. What his brothers did to him? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have to start out by realizing that this is all through the Bible. We have an example of conflict in the Bible. And then how do we handle conflict or even just handle any kind of situation? Maybe it's not conflicts. Maybe it's just some underlying tension, or mm-hmm. maybe it's just, you know, that uh, uncle that comes every Thanksgiving that <laughs> nobody can stand because he runs his mouth too much. You know, it could be something simple or it could be some yeah. really deep underlying tensions. Yeah. Like sibling jealousy. When you mm-hmm. guys were naming different biblical um, characters, I thought about Moses and his siblings and Miriam and how she spoke up against him along with Aaron due to jealousy is it that god only speaks to you moses and what happened to her i mean she got a case of um leprosy Mm -hmm. and so we have to be careful when we're the ones that's transgressing against our family members or they are the ones that's coming for us if we kind of take moses's approach we can come out clean every time Mm -hmm. And let God do the punishing or getting our lick back when those we love the most come for us. That's right. That's right. And we're recording this right before we go into the holiday season of Thanksgiving and Christmas. But you might be listening to this uh, right before you go on your summer vacation Mm -hmm. uh, and you're facing family then. And so we're just going to kind of give you some tips, some things that Maybe we've learned along the way or these things that, uh, you know, how you face family when the difficult, difficult times arise. And I think first of all, sometimes you win by losing when you go into a situation and you are maybe filled with pride that, you know, or some kind of bitterness when you lose that bitterness or you um, you're you're able to forgive and you lose that hardened heart, that's when you win in Christ. So sometimes we have to lose ourselves to be able to look more like Christ when facing our family. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So true. It is. It is. And I know that I've experienced this myself in family. Sometimes you just had to, I had to lose my hardened heart, my broken heart. My heart, you know, um, was broken mm-hmm. um, uh, by a family member. And so sometimes we, you know, I had to lose that in order to gain uh, myself looking more like Christ to that person. Right. Yes. You know, I was able to forgive. Yes. You know, an offense. Yes. Mm-hmm. And look more like Christ. And when we come to these family events, we need to look just like Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. came not to serve but i mean not to uh, be served but to serve Mm -hmm. and so that serving looks more like just serving a plate on thanksgiving morning but that serving is being able to forgive and serving that person with love instead of bitterness yes and being able to cut that tension of whatever's underlying you know i think sometimes you know we walk into family situations and 
and we immediately become who they expect us to be. Almost, yes, you know, yes. Yes. there has there have been words spoken in the past, and um, even things assigned to us. Sometimes it's just jokingly, or people don't, t- you know, but it hurts us. Mm-hmm. And just words that people have said, or or ways that they perceive us. Yes, and so they've labeled us. Right, and we just when we walk into that family event, we put those labels back on, and oh, we need to a- stop doing that. If you if you struggle with identity, we are who God. God says we are. That's if right. you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, then you walk in a new identity. Mm-hmm. And that's the identity we need to wear, even when we are with our family. And so I think it was episode two, I think is on identity. I'm not sure. But one of our first episodes, we really dove into that. And yes. so that would be a really good podcast for you to listen to before you go and uh, spend time with your mm-hmm. family, but you are who God says you are. And he says you are a masterpiece. That's right. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. He says that you are redeemed, mm-hmm. that you are forgiven, that you are his child. He has adopted you mm-hmm. and that you are his and that he loves you with an everlasting love. Yes. And so don't put on those old labels. Walk in knowing that even if you don't always feel loved by your family members, that you are loved. Mm-hmm. You are loved by God, and He is yours, and you are His. And maybe, maybe He didn't give you that family so that they could pour into you. Maybe He gave that family to you so that you yes. could pour God's love into them. That's yes. great. Yes, that's a word, Pam. It really is. It is. And so we we need to and we need to stand firmly on our Christian principles, what we believe, Mm -hmm. who we are, how we act when no one else is around in our worship and our service and our love for Christ. And so in our homes during the holiday season, be it Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, July 4th, Memorial Day weekend, we should live out our convictions. We should, um, when we have family or visitors over for the holidays, we may be tempted to change our normal practices. Let's Mm -hmm. say um, in our home, it may be that we have devotion every morning with the kids. Well, not for Joel and I, because we're empty nesters now. But, you know, when the kids were younger, if that was the norm. And so when family comes, we're tempted to change that norm, maybe, and not do the family devotion. Or if um, we pray, we say grace right. over dinner, then that should be something that we continue yes. to do. If we don't watch certain shows, then when our company comes, when our family is there, your TV should not just be available for anything to come on. Same thing when you have family come and let's say there's a couple that attends um, for Thanksgiving weekend or Christmas weekend and they're not married. Are you going to let them sleep together? Mm, That's a good point. Are you going to uphold your values, your principles and arrange for them to have sleep, separate sleeping quarters. You know, I love that because everybody just went, ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what would I say? How would I handle that? And I think we go back to that scripture. I think it's in First Peter that, you know, the Lord tells us to be ready, uh-huh. ready to make, you know, to give a, a, 
a defense for what we yes. believe, but to do so gen- with gentleness mm-hmm. and respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can say, hey, 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 we, you know, we don't watch that. You know, if you don't mind, you know, if it, maybe you can watch that when you get back home or, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is just something that's really important to us. We realize it might be inconvenient for y'all. I'm so sorry yeah. for the inconvenience, but this is just a commitment that we've made or a decision that we have made. You know, we don't have to say, oh, Y'all are terrible people, you know, (laughs) but just to say, hey, I mean, this is just Mm -hmm. what we have decided for our our home. And these are the principles on which we have, you know, we are building our life. And so if it's, you know, if you don't mind this, we would really appreciate this. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think, too, then if they're like, I mean, no, we're doing, you know, I I don't think we're supposed to throw them out of our house or, you know, anything like that. But I think we can, you know, we can stand on biblical principles and build our life on that without having to apologize for that. Mm -hmm. But to do it with love and respect. That's right. Right. As to not create conflict. Yes. Right. And that's another thing that we, you know, conflict uh, resolution. You know, it says in Romans twelve eighteen, if it if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, mm-hmm. live at peace with everyone. And yes. so, I think that's a good verse for us to apply to our family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Is that sometimes you will, uh, you know, have some kind of confrontation. You think about it. A lot of us, a lot of families, this might be the first time they've gathered. You know, we had the pandemic. And so this is might be the first time that they get together to talk about some hot topics like Uh political topics or (laughs) things that are going on. And they may all be heated and everybody not might not see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. And so in those times when you're faced with confrontation, I think it's good just to turn the other cheek and walk away when confrontation arises Mm -hmm. and keep peace uh, if at all possible. Yeah. Right. I mean, Jesus did that very thing as he avoided the confrontation that people, you know, put in his in his midst. He avoided that for sure. You know, sometimes and, and when the time was right. Now, I'm not saying that you should be trampled over, you know, or right. anything like that. But when things get heated, I think it's a good time to avoid the conflict and be a peacemaker when when uh, when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, sometimes it's. It's just not necessary. That's right. Yeah. You know, to to force our opinions or to force our beliefs or to force you know, I think I think too, you know, it's really good with our family is to start listening. Yeah. Yeah. To start listening to one another and to listen to understand mm-hmm. who they are. And where's that coming from? Mm. And and why do you feel that way? You know, just to listen to understand. I think you know, if we're not careful, it's so easy, especially with family, to take everything personally. Yes. And I think we can decide ahead of time, you know, that we're not going to do that and that we're going to try to get to know them mm-hmm. a little more and and to understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, what pain's causing that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Causing that harsh comment or, right. or what's causing that foul language or, you know, what's causing that, you know, that stance that you're taking mm-hmm. so dramatically or harshly like where's that coming from you know and i think we can just listen to to understand yeah i think that's just and i think that's what jesus did and i know you know just think about jesus sitting with the woman at the well and just saying you know i know who you are and i know what you've done Mm -hmm. you know and but he just continued to sit and have that conversation with her and then encouraged her to to just don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, let's just. Let's and just, he loved her the yes. same. That's right. That's, that's the underlying thing. He mm. loved her the same. He knew what she was doing. Right. 
but he mm-hmm. loved her the same. Yes. And uh, and the life that brought to her, mm-hmm. that's a good thing to carry over into our family holidays. Yeah. You know, I think, too, that we need to, as we get ready for that, that we need to stop. And um, I say this a lot. Y'all probably get tired of it. But, but do turn your eyeballs inside for a minute mm-hmm. and do a little introspection, mm-hmm. you know, before you go to your family, because I think we're responsible. Yeah for some of the dysfunction. And mm-hmm. we're responsible for sure for our behavior mm-hmm. and our response to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we need we need to just be aware of that. Yeah. You know, um, for me personally, I guess I can reveal some things, but for me personally, I've just um, carried, I think my whole entire life, this need for approval. Mm-hmm. And, and I've tried to lay it down and I've tried to, you know, what is this about and all that? And a few years back, you know, uh, my daughter pointed out that that was really pride. Uh-huh. My need for approval was really a pride issue with me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was right. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to go, wow, I never even thought of that. But you right. know what? It is. Yeah. I, I just claimed it as a love language. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was verbal affirmation. It's the thorn in your side. <laughs> yeah. I it was, you know, my, my love language is verbal affirmation. But I was really struggling with that approval. And so, you know, that what I would do is is I would overperform mm-hmm. to receive the approval. Right. And then I would also have these expectations yes. of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of that was on me. And so yes. finally, just recently, uh-huh. God broke that off of me. He really did. Like it was a physical experience for me. I felt the falling away of that. But I have to recognize that I've contributed. It yeah. wasn't just the, somebody not approving me. It was It was my need for it right when the only approval i need is god's and he has shown me that he has approved me and so now that i'm free of that Mm -hmm. it's just real freeing actually you know it is and so what is it that you carry into your family Mm. when you go when you show up what are you walking in there with Mm -hmm. you know that you need to just set it down that's right right. you need to just leave that out in the car you know because um Instead of focusing on what we receive or what we need or what we expect, what if we just didn't do that this year? Yeah. You know, what if instead, now after you do that introspection, now now turn your eyeballs back around <laughs> and, and walk in your family's home or as they walk into your home, whichever the case may be, um, and see them. That's right. Yes. And see them and love them and and give them. Yeah. what they want is and that, that win is by losing that just unconditional like that. love yeah. from you yeah. yeah win by losing your yes. expectations mm-hmm. but your pride your need for self for approval from others lose all that ask yes. God to help you that's right and that's the first I think that's the first place you start before you even enter a family situation is in prayer mm-hmm. God help me to see the good in others even mm-hmm. those challenging ones and help me mm-hmm. see where I am I, you know, I need to just set that down. Yes. My, you know, like you said, your pride, mm-hmm. you know, those expectations that, you know, all those things, my selfishness. Mm-hmm. I know for me, sometimes I really, you know, my own agenda, we're going to eat at this time. We're going to do this. And everybody else who comes in late, that's, you know, <laughs> that is one of those things that just irks <laughs> me, you know. Uh, you know, all of those things uh-huh. is just ask God to help you lay those down and lose those things. Yeah. So you can have a have a time, a winning time. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And for me, it's I'm the oldest. 
And so I've always been in control. Yes. So planning, dictating, you're bringing this, you're bringing that. We're going to start this games at this time. And now I don't have to do any of that. I, I get to just fly to Atlanta and be with my children. This yes. is huge for me. Not, you know, even if my sister is hosting in the past, I've always been the one to take control, plan everything out, make sure it happens. That's not on me anymore. Um, and I, I'm yeah. enjoying this new freedom of not being bossy, not being a dictator <laughs> and, you know, yeah, just not being in charge. Right. So what are y'all having for dinner? McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> It's Kimberly cooking. She is, and I'll be Yay! there to help her, you know, and Jeremy and Gerald. So, but now we're sharing it all, and the pressure is off of me. And um, I can enjoy them, I can enjoy the food, and then we can go back to the hotel where it's nice and clean. That's and really quiet. nice. And quiet. Yeah, and that's quiet. right. <laughs> that's that's a, it's gonna be a great experience. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I think that's a, super fun. I know. I think another thing is you know, the Bible tells us about all of our roles yeah. as, you know, honor your father and your mother. That's one example or the roles that that our family takes. And I think that that's one thing is that we need to lead by example. Right. So if you're you have your mom and dad there and you have your kids there mm -hmm. and you're treating your mom and dad with disrespect or maybe it's a challenge to get along with your mom and dad. I mean, I'm just saying, for example, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's not my case, thank thankfully. But your kids are watching. That's yes. right. How you treat the rest of your family. Yes. And so if you are, you know, that's one of the things is, is to know your role. Mm -hmm. Your role is to, you know, maybe you don't have kids. But you have nieces and nephews who are watching you and how you're treating other people and they're learning. Right. This is when they learn how to make relationships with their family and how to, they identify with their family. And I think that we need to know our role is to set an example, a godly example, mm -hmm. not only for the kids around us, but for the people around us. Yeah. People react and tend to, you know, react off of us sometimes. And maybe we can teach a lesson not by even words, but just by our actions of how we're treating other people. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it and might there, be. there tends to be family curses. So usually it's that we're so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and so for my family, everybody wants to be in charge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, somebody will say there are too many chiefs, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. here, but it, everybody, you know, is like that. So, so I don't know what it is, you know, but why can this year you be different? Right. You break that family curse or whatever yes. you want to call that. And you be the one who's different. Yes. And then also, I think we need to remember that um, whether you have a big family or whether you're thinking, man, I just mm -hmm. don't have much yeah. family and right. you know, I don't really experience all of these things for you to know that you do have family. Yes. yes. That you are a member of God's family. And, you know, um, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about that, that says it's in John 1, 12 through 13. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, 
but born of God. And so when you become a member of God's family, you have brothers mm. and you have sisters, mm-hmm. you right. know, in Christ, you can even have a spiritual mother, you know, yes. someone who can mentor you um, and what the Bible says. And so that is so important. Mm-hmm. Right. And so maybe you want to have people to your house this year. Maybe you want to invite people over. Maybe you want to kind of create your own family right. gathering. Yes. And so maybe they're not your blood relatives, mm-hmm. but maybe they're your, your church family. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your family right. in Christ. That's yes. right. And that's why it's so important to be a part of the body of Christ. That's right. To have a, a church home where like-minded people are. Um, and as Pam was just saying, your spiritual family now, yes. your siblings in Christ you never know. There may be three or four other women out there experiencing the same thing from a small family or they're an only child yes. or they're the only ones, you know. And what if you all came together? What if you did, as Pam said in our episode when we were talking about um, friendships, being the friend, extending the invitation, yes. being uh, opening ourselves up and being warm and welcoming and you create that environment where others feel like, Hey, I'd love to have Thanksgiving feast with you. Right. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be all over And create family. We call it family. (laughs) Friends that are family. Family. We love it. I love that too. Yes. You know, um, while we're talking about that, I just want to mention, we recently recorded a masterclass Mm. and the title of it is Developing God Honoring Friendships. Yes. And those friends are like family. And if you are thinking, oh, I just need some close friends who love the Lord. You know, I've always prayed for sisters and um, I have brothers right? and um, no sisters. And so I've always prayed for that. But God has been so gracious and given me sweet friends who feel like sisters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. two of those are sitting right here with me. Mm-hmm. So blessed and so thankful for that. But, Absolutely. And so we talk about that. How? How in the world can you develop relationships like that? And, and we would love for you to check out that masterclass. Yes. So it's available on our website at engageformore.com. Just go there, scroll through, you'll see it and see some other things there. But um, we would love for you to, to check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it might be a great resource That's right. for you. And you can also check out our inner circle there. It's our subscription-based plan where we have community. We come alongside you with extra teaching and resources and walk alongside each other um, in this thing, doing life together. Yes. You know, right. And so we would love for you to go and to check that out and join us as we walk hand in hand towards Christ just together. Yeah. And so go to engageformore.com and check that out as well. Yes. And during this season, let's just be thankful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just be filled with thanksgiving. Yes. yes. Thankful first and foremost for Jesus. Absolutely. And for who he is and what he has done yes. for us. Let's be thankful for the people God has placed in our life, our family, mm-hmm. um, whether they are healthy or dysfunctional or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Let's just be thankful <clears throat> for that. Let's be thankful for our friends who feel like family yes 
you know, let's just be thankful for all the little things. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can even hear this yes. right. podcast right now is a reason to be thankful. Right. And so just look around mm-hmm. at God's goodness and all that he has done for you personally. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe during this season, just dive in a little bit deeper with him. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just open that Bible. That's right. Yeah. A few more times than you normally do and just sit. That's just right. Be still and sit. Mm-hmm. Be still. And and just get to know him a little bit more. Yeah. Today's a really good day. It really That's is. Right. to commit to do that. That's right. And lastly, I think we just end with just don't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the chance you have with family, whether it's your family or your family. Mm-hmm. Let yes. them know what they mean to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Say I love you. That's right. Out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if they've never said it to you, just tell them this year. That's hey, right. I love you. Yeah. Have no regrets. I love regret. you, Pam. I, I love, love you, Kim. Yeah. I love you, Kim. Love y'all. And you know what? <laughs> like Pam said at the beginning, we love you. Yes. yes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love for you to share it with your friends. We would love for you to uh, just invite others to listen as well. Yeah. So we just thank you. And also take a chance to write a write a review. We love reviews. Mm-hmm. We love to see how this is impacting you. So take a chance to write a review. Um, and we would just love for that chance to, to come alongside other people. So like and share and follow. Yes. That's right. Yes. We love y'all. Yes, we do. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.